Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you are not alone. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, that like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com.
USA Radio News with Wendy King. The top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine, William Taylor, tells the House Intelligence Committee that one of his aides heard President Trump in a phone call. He said President Trump was asking EU Ambassador Gordon Sondland about the investigation. Taylor says the aide asked Sondland what President Trump thought about Ukraine. Sondland responded that President Trump cares more about the investigations of Biden. At the White House, President Trump says he doesn't remember that call. I know nothing about that first time I've heard it. Republicans like Jim Jordan say Democrats have no more than second and third hand knowledge. American people see through all this. They understand the facts support the president. They understand this process is unfair and they see through the whole darn sham. On Wall Street, stocks were mixed. The Dow was up 92 points, the S&P 500 was up 2, and the Nasdaq down 4 points. This is USA Radio News. The House plans to vote next week on a resolution to keep the federal government funded for the next six weeks, according to House Democratic leader Steny Hoyer. He said he expects a relatively clean bill, indicating it might not contain language or provisions that have made previous spending measures difficult to pass in Congress. Senate Republicans, however, have not said whether they will pass the resolution. White House officials said President Trump is willing to support the short-term spending measure if it doesn't block any ability of the president's to pursue his policies. The bill would prevent a lapse in funding after November 21st and extend the deadline for a new spending package to December 20th. A federal grand jury indictment was unsealed in a multi-million dollar counterfeit iPhone and iPad scheme. Fourteen alleged members of an international crime ring were charged with fraud, conspiracy, identity theft, and money laundering. You're listening to USA Radio News. With public impeachment inquiries taking over the mainstream media, How much are people paying attention? USA Radio Network's Tim Berg got a chance to speak with former ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, about the inquiries. Now, she has a new book out titled, With All Due Respect, and I ask her what she thinks and what her perception has been of how much people are paying attention to this. Well, you know, I think that people are equally frustrated. I mean, you can hear, what I hear more than anything is that people just don't want to turn on the news anymore. And... You know, I think what we have to remember is even if the Democrats had some sort of, um, you know, facts on their side, it's hard for anybody to take them seriously because they've been fighting for impeachment since the day he was inaugurated. I mean, this has been one thing after another. It's been investigation after investigation, and people are tired. And at the end of the day, they want to be able to you know, go earn a living, take care of their family, be good citizens in their community, and live their life in a way that they have more cash in their wallets um, and, and you know, can have a good quality of life. And I think that we're not seeing that as the focus right now. And, you know, I hope that at some point we start to rewrite the ship because from someone who is at the U.N., um, you know, watching these things happen, this is Russia and China are having a field day. They're enjoying every minute of it. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Let's check out the music apps on Contour. Find romantic music. I was watching that. May I have this dance? Get a room. With Contour TV from Cox, you'll find more than your favorite music apps. You'll find your together. With the Capital One Quicksilver card, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. It's easy. That's just the way I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that's the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. Uh-huh.
Quicksilver card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh. Capital One Bank, USANA. Good evening, and welcome to KLRN's Late Night Shift. I know there's some forks being dropped and maybe some uh, spit takes being taken. I am not Rick Robinson, as you can clearly hear. My name is Brad Slager. I'm one of the uh, newer voices here on the network. If you're not familiar with me, you'll probably be able to find me tomorrow night. Thursday evenings, 8 o'clock is usually my regular spiel. I got two different shows that I alternate on Thursday nights. One being Disasters in the Making, where myself and another film writer, Paul Young, get together to go over the bad side of Hollywood and some uh, notoriously bad films. And then alternating weeks, KLRN fixture, Ordy Packard, joins me for The Culture Shift, where we go over some of the news and some of the newer happenings with all the entertainment. And uh, we cover the whole gamut really from tv movies streaming comic books video games one week we even did books believe it or not and people were shocked but uh tonight's a bit of a different turn rick is out with some family commitments so i told him i'd be more than happy to come and sit in and try my hand on the political side of things aside uh from doing podcasting you'll also find me across the internet i do uh, a lot of writing at a number of outlets primarily You'll find me at the front page of redstate.com. I also do some work over at Twitchy's sister site. It's all under the same umbrella of Town Hall Media. And we're going to get into a, a little bit later in the hour, a little bit of the digital media spectrum. we got a pretty big story that broke a couple weeks ago in that regard. And uh, you'll also be able to find me other outlets. I occasionally have work appearing over at The Federalist. And I also do some movie writing with Christian Toto at his entertainment site, Hollywood in Toto, where I do some uh, movie business coverage as well as bad movie coverage. Bad films are kind of a, a thing of mine. It's my side venture, my avocation. But tonight we are going to delve deep into uh, more of the social political landscape and try to Try to do Rick proud with what he usually does on his shows. Not too much going on, though. Did a lot of research today. Tried to come up with some information to fill out the uh, show this evening. Not much go. Oh, well, there is that impeachment deal. That was the big news. We're going to delve into that uh, a little bit deeper in hour number two. My partner, Ordy Packard, is going to be joining me. And I believe he and I are going to sharpen the knives and go over some of the impeachment coverage. But... Um, First off, we'll cover a few other items. Like I said, we're probably going to be delving into the digital media landscape because a couple of weeks ago, very prominent website, Deadspin, 
went through a remarkable amount of drama in a remarkably short period of time. Within the matter of days, this vibrant and successful website pretty much went belly up before anybody even knows what happened. Deadspin, for the most part right now, is dead in the water, and that's not hyperbole. You can uh, you can go to the website right now. It's still operating, but you're not going to find any new stories. The last entries they've had were uh, from last Monday, I believe, November 4 is the date on those. So I'm going to kind of run through what happened there, go through a little bit of the why. There's a lot of intrigue and drama percolating around that meltdown. It's pretty uh, pretty surprising just how fast it played out. I mean, we almost watched it in real time. Uh, literally within a matter of days, we saw that thing go in the toilet. So uh, I'm going to cover some of that. And then I'll do a little bit of a primer maybe for the impeachment talk that we've got coming up. We're uh, a lot, lot happened today, and at the same time, not a lot transpired, if you can believe that. It was a lot of political puffing of the feathers, as you can definitely expect taking place, but uh, not uh, not for a lack of content for us, thank goodness. So we've got plenty to cover on that side of things. And, uh, you know, we got a whole host of other stories that are still floating around as well. Um, got some media coverage, I'm sure, Ordy and I are going to dig into. The the press has been <laughs> just going, well, kind of in their own version of meltdown. Well, they're not maybe failing on a professional level, on a, <laughs> more of a, a vocational level. I would say, yes, they are. They're a remarkable amount of humor to be found in that. Maybe a little bit of Epstein coverage. That's becoming uh, kind of on everybody's tongue on social media. And uh, we'll see what else we can come up with. Probably, uh, probably pepper things up with some entertainment news as well. It's just kind of my uh, wheelhouse. So I'm probably going to subject you to some movie news. So we're going to take uh, the first break right now just to get things out of the way. And when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll dive headlong into the subject matter. So stick around. Give me a chance. And uh, hopefully I can... Uh, bring the goods for you this evening so we'll be right back in a few minutes outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No dollars a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Sesame Ginger Glaze Chicken Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take a... Sports announcer at home? Yeah, how'd you... We just know. My wife picks up the new signature wrap. It's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a sesame ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling her name. She lifts the wrap and... She takes the bite! Incredible! And now she's closing the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. And welcome back to America on the Rails. I am Brad Slager filling in for Rick this week. Going to put in the uh, requisite two hours here and see if I can cut my teeth a little bit. So as I uh, mentioned at the top, wanted to go over the demise of the website Deadspin. It's technically still in operation, but for the most part is not operational. Give you a quick overview of what happened the last week of October. Started on Monday the 28th, where um, there was some relatively new management. I'm going to throw some of the history at you briefly. But uh, first off, the management was making some changes where they wanted to focus the entirety of the content of the website on sports. This is what 
Deadspin is relatively known for. However, their social and political side was also relatively popular. They had what's in the business known as a separate vertical, as much as I hate using industry terms. But they had uh, another aspect of the website. It was called the Concourse, and this is where a lot of their political and cultural content and articles would come from. Relatively popular. They they had a lot of insight and a lot of hits. This was a pretty popular website for the longest time, 15 years in existence. And then what uh, tended to happen was management came in and said, you know what, no more of the culture stuff. We want to do strictly sports. And the staff of sports writers rejected this idea relatively. <laughs> and the executive editor promptly came out of the meeting and uh, in a petulant fashion decided to put only culture and political stories up on the front page of Deadspin. So the very next day he was escorted out of the building and this created enough drama that a number of writers, I think they had a staff of about two dozen or so and half of the staff walked out with him by Wednesday. There was uh, more turmoil. They weren't sure what's happening. They put out their last podcast. In fact, and I listened to it where three writers basically said, we have no idea what's going to happen. Um, Thursday management, they put out a press release where they justified their decision and said the sports articles numbers were skyrocketing and the culture was relatively minimal. This further angered the staff. And by Friday morning, everybody that wrote or edited the site had left. There was nobody left in the house. And in a desperate plea, they hired on a freelance writer to come in. This poor guy uh, put up his first article at two in the afternoon, goes on social media to promote it, and was promptly flamed by Deadspin readers. Tore this guy to shreds. He um, was called a scab and every other imaginable name that you can call somebody on Twitter, and I think we all know what that means. The, the irony here is that he literally was getting ratioed tremendously to the tune of about a thousand comments to maybe 20 retweets and the irony here is that the ratio this is when you put up a bad tweet and everybody is ripping you to shreds it's it's a reality on twitter that pretty much was highlighted first by deadspin itself so there was some real humor in a new deadspin writer getting ratioed uh this poor guy realized what was going on and he ends up quitting his career at Deadspin lasted 53 minutes. He quit before 3 o'clock that afternoon. Throughout the weekend, uh, a little bit of desperation, it looked like the the interim managers and such were the ones putting up any content at all because all the stories didn't carry any byline. It just said deadline or deadline staff, something of that nature. And they were just putting up anything for the sake of putting up content. By Tuesday... The new manager of Deadspin quit. He resigned, and now the site is literally dead in the water, pun intended. I mean, they are only an electronic entity at this point. There's no new content. Nothing else is going on. And this was a huge website. This was drawing serious traffic. This is a website that was doing serious business. The landscape of digital media right now is very precarious, and uh, of course, have firsthand knowledge of this as I work in that industry. Work at a couple websites in a syndicate, and I've spoken with the spoken with the managers a little bit about this story. I was going to have one come on. He fell sick this evening, but he's still kind of uh, 
fed me some information. But yeah, he said the smarter move is to get away from the clicks and the page view numbers. And what is going on at Town Hall Media, where I work, number of websites, they're moving into a VIP package where you actually pay a subscription and you get bonus content. We're not paywalling off our entire content. You can still go to the front page, you still get content, but there's you know, additional and deeper access, more features, interviews with writers, uh, social media interactions, and things of this nature. There's a you know, wide range of benefits to becoming VIP members. And this, a lot of websites are doing this now. And this is kind of where things are moving in the digital realm because the ad space just is not delivering like it should. For a site like Deadspin, though, to do this is pretty remarkable because of how big they were. I mean, they were getting 40 million views a month, which is pretty good, pretty significant in the digital landscape. And for them to take that value and in five days' time go down to nothing is stark and remarkable to watch transpire. And what's even more remarkable about it is that the two sides that were warring here, the management and the writing staff, were both being obstinate against their own best interest. Management was aiming for more page views, more revenue, and at the same time trying to cut off the cultural content that was actually generating page views for them. So that didn't make any sense. The writing staff got upset because at a sports website, they were being told to cover sports. And for this reason, they got childish and stormed out of the place in grandstanding fashion. So now they're out of work. Now management is out of a website. And one of the managers has even gone himself. Seemingly all because of ego. Because... because the two sides basically were fighting their own self-interest and then fighting each other. Pretty remarkable to see. The whole Deadspin saga, though, is amazing because, again, this is a site that had very significant traffic. It's 15 years old. They got picked up by Gawker. Remember that website years ago? They, They were political and social website that for the longest time was vastly popular, built up its own network of websites, took on Deadspin as one of them. They also have Jalopnik, The Onion, The AV Club. These are all a part of the same syndicate. Until Gawker got sued by Hulk Hogan because, you know, they put out his sex tape, sued them into the trenches. That was a pretty interesting lawsuit as well because he's looked for $100 million in damages. The jury awarded him $115 million and then an additional $25 million in punitive damages. So that's pretty significant as far as the guilt that they found. Within three months, Gawker was bankrupt, had to sell off their websites. The websites got picked up by Univision, the Spanish media conglomerate, bought them out. After a few years, they could not do anything with them, so they put the collection of sites up for sale, and they were picked up by an investment group. And this investment group brought in 
their digital managers and pretty much have sunk everything. They've already closed the website Splinter. They have started limiting one of their social media websites. Now they've killed off Deadspin within the matter of a week. So um, it's, it's remarkable how fast the drama can develop in these things, but uh, that's the reality we live in. Supposedly, that's how fast digit moves in this day and age. So it was interesting to watch. Uh, as I said, the site is still active. The writers are starting to get picked up at other sites. I don't see now with management leaving that they're going to be coming back. So it looks like Deadspin is living up to its name and is literally without a heartbeat. So it is uh, bottom of the hour right now. Let's go to the bottom of the hour break and when we come back. We're going to get into a little bit of the political side of things and we'll ease into impeachment talk. Exercise your freedom with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of people who voluntarily share one another's medical costs. Liberty HealthShare is founded on the idea that most people truly want to help one another. Healthcare sharing allows members to do just that as a true community that supports one another in times of need. Liberty believes people should make decisions for themselves and their families. Members are able to take back the freedom to make their own decisions about their healthcare. Freedom from guilt or doubt about how your money is used. You have the freedom to direct your healthcare not to be dictated to by bureaucrats. Stop letting others tell you what to do and join a community of like-minded people. Exercise your freedom. Join Liberty HealthShare and take back the control of your health care while helping those around you. Call Liberty at 855-58-LIBERTY. Again, that's 855-58-L-I-B-E-R-T-Y for more information. Or you can check them out at libertyhealthshare.org. Again, that's libertyhealthshare.org. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm. But even then, he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill for pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. All right, and welcome back to the second half hour of the Rick Robinson Show. I am not Rick, as you can clearly hear at this point in time. I'm Brad Slager. I'm one of the other voices throughout the KLRN network, putting in two hours tonight on Rick's behalf. And um, looking at today's news with the impeachment proceedings and the absolute partisan (laughs) hackery that went on both sides today, uh, managed to sit and endure that fiasco today. It wasn't so bad because it was just not in the background and it's not the kind of thing you need to pay attention to, really, because you're going to get the highlights and the pull quotes from it. So, yeah, you can watch six hours and maybe come up with about three or four T-shirt slogans that are worth listening to from these proceedings. But that's the way D.C. operates. But really what was on display today Despite all of the forced genteel language, you know, my respected colleague kind of talk that we hear through gritted teeth with these people (laughs) that absolutely resent each other from across the aisle. The 
deep-seated political power grab that is going on in Washington is very evident in these kind of proceedings. You see who's in charge. You can see the uh, side-eye glances and power trips and resentment really is uh, flowing through these chambers so much they basically have to mop it up during commercial breaks. It's that bad. It's to the point now probably sad in my life either you know call it cynicism or i'm just inured to this after seeing it for so many years but yeah it is really a remarkable display of venality out of these people they they, they're just resentful they're just power mad and i think really the reason i'm kind of casual about it when it really is disturbing is because i i look back to the 2000 election for the presidency this is when george bush and al gore were really in a photo finish for the presidency. And the reason I bring it up is because I saw it firsthand. I live in South Florida and we were ground zero for the recount debacle, the ongoing arduous process that was that. The reason I bring it up is because even though it was roughly 20 years ago, um, it's fresh enough in my mind because I did have that front row seat, but what it did is galvanized in my mind the way politics work. And I'm not talking about, you know, what Democrats and Republicans are, conservative, liberal. I mean politics in regards to it being used as a verb, the, the political operation, the way that power is so absolutely corrupting and the desire for control is such that, you know, ethics and scruples just get tossed aside because of that desire to be in control and it was all firsthand during that 2000 recount what what had taken place just to refresh you is the election was so close that it really came down to the state of florida and george bush and al gore were really in a virtual tie when it came to the vote and so our uh, 20 plus electoral college votes were necessary and so all of the focus was on florida during the recounts and what i saw transpiring was one main pull from it all is the absolute disregard for law you know we we were a running joke for years and years in florida because of what transpired during that recount everything with the inability to people to vote correctly to this swinging hanging dimpled chads fiasco and all of these other comical aspects of things and yes we deserved a lot of the ridicule (laughs) trust me on that I've, i've been here for decades this place is a nut bin and when it comes to politics Florida is an absolute mess, and South Florida in particular. Broward County, where I reside, is phenomenally renowned for being inept. I mean, we we have leaders and we have electoral secretaries that are just so blatantly biased in their actions, and they never seem to get removed. Uh, you know, we just had one finally got pushed out, but all, repeatedly, election after election, she was shown to be partisan even in the 2008 midterms you know we had another close election here where the governorship and the senate races were both within the margin of victory that they demanded recounts and so 
they went through the whole recount process and all of the counties managed to get these recounts done in a pretty quick fashion with one exception and that was Broward County. Despite the fact Broward County is supposed to be one of the most technically advanced precincts. And yet on deadline day, all the news cameras were focused on us and the secretary of elections came out and said, no, it looks like we are going to make the deadline 15 minutes before the midnight deadline. They completed it, submitted it, and then there was a problem. They had turned it in at 12 o'clock and three minutes past the deadline. And so the recount didn't count, and they had to go back to the original vote tally. And it turns out the reason was this is a very heavily blue county, understand. So blue that we are deep enough shade to be considered maybe the helmet of the Chicago Bears, And when they did the recount, they had found out that both uh, the Republican candidate for governor, Ron DeSantis, as well as former Governor Rick Scott, who was running for the Senate seat, they had both picked up a few hundred votes in the recount. And so the Secretary of Election said, oh, we had trouble submitting to the website and it didn't take us in time and it took us 17 minutes when it should have taken us 15. And so we submitted late. Sorry. This is the kind of crap that goes on here. And in the 2000 election, we saw it too. We saw Al Gore race to the cameras and say, I demand every single vote be counted and voting rights are very important. And at the exact same time, his Democrat lawyers were in Tallahassee trying to prevent military votes from coming in past the deadline. Even though they were postmarked appropriately, they were received after a deadline. So the lawyers were arguing to throw those out. Why? Because military votes are traditionally conservative and would have helped George Bush. They were in multiple precincts across the state arguing handwriting, signatures. Oh, the T is crossed in a straight line and on the ballot it was on an angle. So that should be invalidated and thrown out. Funny, they were only making these kind of arguments in red counties, of course. So, you know, while they're proclaiming the value of these votes. They were tossing them aside as much as they could. In Broward County, I watched recount after recount, and we had, I think, two dozen altogether, both official and media recounts taking place. And they were to the point of interpreting ballots here in Broward County. They were, they'd they'd hold a ballot up with the swinging chads on it, and they would throw that in the yes pile, even though state law dictated that should have been thrown out. If a, if a ballot had two candidates punched, say George Bush and Al Gore, the volunteers would go down and say, well, they voted for a Democrat mayor, Democrat senator, Democrat congressman. Clearly, they're a Democrat. Clearly, they wanted Al Gore to be president, so they would give Al Gore another vote. And they were creating votes this way. And in recount after recount, Al Gore kept picking up numbers, remarkably enough. So with this interpretational process going on, we saw literally the corruption of our electoral system. The governor, Jeb Bush, brother of George Bush, was constantly under fire and accused of all kinds of manner of illegal activities, putting out illegal ballots and posting cops outside of precincts when, again, state law predicated the governor has no influence on elections at all. He has no control over these things, but he was constantly accusing the press the press that could easily investigate these things. And again, the reason I'm bringing all this up is 
while I was politically formed already at this time, I, I was a conservative. I knew my stance. I was you know strong constitutionalist. Watching all of this kind of behavior unfold really kind of cemented for me the dirtiness in the political system, how corruptible it is, how laws can constantly be shifted and changed. And we're seeing this take place right now during this impeachment hearing where, you know, all manner of legal pretext is discounted by Adam Schiff and his cronies because they want to do things a certain way. And we're watching them bring accusations forward without an accuser being accountable for them. There's no cross-examinations taking place. There's no hard evidence being brought forward. I, I watched today in the proceedings where numerous times testimony was being taken in as, quote, evidence, unquote, where it was really hearsay. We even saw a congressman go up there and say, to the cameras that sometimes hearsay is even more valuable than actual evidence. I mean, this is where they are in these proceedings because they need the power. They need to do what they can to get rid of Trump or at the very least damage him enough for the next election. And so many things that are taking place right now, I'm able to pick up because of what I went through in the 2000 election down here. Things that I saw transpire in 2000, I'm now attuned to it. I can see these things coming or I can see them developing. And this impeachment trial is a part of that process, that desperation, that uh, kicking aside of morals and law in order to acquire more power. And it's it's going to continue. And the thing is, once you start to see it, you start to realize where to put the facts to combat it. And that's what is really going to undermine this process, I think, for the Democrats. They're so desperate to push this through, they don't have the facts on their side, from what I can see. And it's uh, it's going to become a clown show, more so than we saw today. We're going to start delving into that a little bit deeper, but I've got a, a couple more examples. We're going to take another quick break here. We want to come back. I'm going to um, lay out something that I saw take place in 2000 that's definitely applicable to what we're seeing today with Adam Schiff and the investigation. So stick around. I'm going to uh, get into a few more details on that front. So uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. 
That's 800-910-1370. Flexible, affordable, relevant. Call- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 800-910-1370. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you are not alone. I was not ready for the cowbell song. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. So welcome back to the Rick Robinson Show. I'm not Rick Robinson. This is Brad Slager filling in tonight. And I was drawing some comparisons from the 2000 election that I witnessed here in South Florida to what's going on with Adam Schiff and his current desire for power and skirting of the rules. And as I said, in 2000, you know, my political views were already set, but I learned a lot of lessons about the political process in watching this. One of the things I took away from 2000 was when you have any issue that comes up and you're always going to have the two competing sides, whether it's political or social or what have you, when the long debate goes on, one of the things I've noticed over time 
is that anytime one of the sides starts altering their argument, altering the language of their argument, that's the tip off that they don't have the facts on their side. They're going to continue with the narrative. They keep pushing their agenda forward. But when their language shifts and alters, that tells you they are no longer on any kind of firm ground. A perfect example of this, the most broad example, is look at the environmentalist movement. Remember, for generations, we were told we're all going to boil to death because of global warming. What has happened in the last 10 years or so? Now it's climate change. Why? Because the data started coming in and it was no longer backing up their argument that we were heating up and we were burning to death. No, but now when we have extremely cold winters, it's climate change. Any hurricane that has happened for eons is climate change. It's no longer global warming because they've lost that footing. Same thing happened in 2000. It was a little side story in Florida, just north of me in the West Palm Beach area. It was a uh, precinct out near the beach condominium area, retirees. And in this precinct or two precincts, they they noticed there was a voting anomaly taking place where suddenly Pat Buchanan became a fixture. And people were wondering what the heck is going on. He was getting an inordinate amount of votes on a percentage basis than he was in the rest of the county and the rest of the state. So they looked into this and they found out that in these precincts, they had what was called a butterfly ballot. Never seen one of these before. What they do is they line up a field of candidates, if there's you know a significant number of them, in two different columns, left and right, with the voting holes. This is in the days of the punch cards. And you'd have to put a probe in to punch out the hole for the candidate of your choice. That would run down the middle. So if you stepped back and looked at it objectively, it could resemble a butterfly. Well, in Florida... In 2000, butterfly ballots were illegal. They, you know, they had outlawed these because of confusion such as took place. And what happened on that butterfly ballot was on the left column, George Bush was in the number one position. Al Gore was number two. On the right side column, Buchanan was in the number one position. But the way it worked is the holes for the candidates alternated. So the top hole was for Bush on the left. The second hole Buchanan on the right, third hole, Gore on the left. So if you were in a hurry, if you didn't pay attention, if you didn't see the thick black arrow that was pointing right to the hole and you just said, oh, Gore's two, second hole, punch it, and Buchanan got a vote. So they found out about this. People were outraged. This butterfly ballot, this illegal ballot got in there. How did it happen? And, of course, Jeb Bush was blamed, and, of course, the GOP was behind this because – you know, they had plotted for years ahead of time, knowing that the national election was going to be so close that it would come down to votes in South Florida. They had plotted this was the storyline. You want to talk about a long con? Wow. They thought that was the case. So what I noticed here, the reason I'm bringing this up is that amusingly enough, as I said, this is in retirement row in West Palm Beach, literally on the beach, where mostly you're lo- talking about white retirees Well, Jesse Jackson, who was a political figure at the time, came barnstorming into the area, screaming and yelling to the cameras because, you know, his long history of supporting white retirees. 
but it looked like Al Gore, a Democrat, might have gotten robbed of some votes. So he's going to the cameras and repeatedly on national television, local TV, heard him saying the same message very loudly, very vociferously. He would say, these people had their voting rights violated because of this illegal ballot. Screaming and yelling for a full day across every electronic media. I, I had it. He repeated it so often it was just echoing in my brain. So the next day, he's out there again looking for the cameras and finding them. And already I noticed he was not as outraged. He was not as loud. He was not as energetic in his defiance here. And then I heard him talking to the cameras and he said, these people had their voting process interrupted by an improper ballot. Completely different wording, even though he was technically delivering the same message. So it went from their voting rights to the voting process. Their rights were no longer violated, but they were interrupted. And the ballot was no longer illegal. It was improper. It's like, well, what the hell happened here? What What's going on with this messaging? Turns out that this illegal ballot that was supposedly put out by the devilish GOP, um, this particular precinct is run by Democrats. The local precincts are all operated by votes. You know, you vote in your people, and in this particular one, the Democrats operated it. And this butterfly ballot was actually put out by a Democrat poll worker to help the retirees. Here's where the outrage really perplexed me is that we would send ballots out to voters months ahead of time. The ballots would be printed in the newspapers for people to see weeks ahead of time. They have to be approved by boards, submitted. Committees have to say yes. And somehow this illegal ballot went through this process without so much as a, a single word being uttered. And yet, suddenly, Al Gore loses a very tight race, and suddenly this is an illegal ballot that surprises everybody. But when I saw Jesse Jackson's language change, it was because the facts came in, and they found out the facts were not in their favor. And his message completely changed. And we're seeing the same thing going on with Adam Schiff. Throughout this pro it's only been a few months now, I think, that we've really endured this Ukrainian scandal, and yet Adam Schiff's story has changed constantly it started out the initial news if you recall was how donald trump threatened the leader of the ukraine eight times in this phone call what happened to that argument we haven't heard that in months that disappeared because the transcript came out there was no threat the quid pro quo that was going to be the thing that was going to hang donald trump that was going to put him on the meat hook and then when the transcript came out Adam Schiff himself actually came out and said, we don't need a quid pro quo in order to impeach, which was remarkable because that was the fact that everything was hinged upon. And repeatedly, the whistleblower, he needs to speak to the entire Congress. And now Schiff won't let the whistleblower even speak. He has called for absolute transparency. He's not letting anybody talk to the whistleblower. He wants the whistleblower to submit a written testimony. So with all of these changes in the narrative, that's how you know Adam Schiff 
does not have facts on his side. And we're going to explore this a little bit deeper next hour. Ordy Packard is going to be coming in to help me out here. And we'll delve into those facts or, more accurately, the lack of facts. So stick around. Hour number two is on the way. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome. But with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you are not alone. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spell. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com.
Introducing the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. He didn't fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. Two turtledoves and a laptop for caring. The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart online. What's in your wallet? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One N.A. USA Radio News with Wendy King. The top U.S. diplomat to Ukraine, William Taylor, and Deputy Assistant Secretary of State George Kent testified for hours before the House Intelligence Committee, which is involved in the impeachment inquiry of President Trump. Committee Chairman Democrat Adam Schiff says Congress has to take action. If the president can simply refuse all oversight, particularly in the context of an impeachment proceeding, the balance of power between our two branches of government will be irrevocably altered. But Devin Nunes, the ranking Republican on the committee, sees things differently. Anyone familiar with the Democrats' scorched earth war against President Trump would not be surprised to see all the typical signs that this is a carefully orchestrated media smear campaign. This is USA Radio News. 150 new cold weather records were just set from Dallas to Boston. National Weather Service meteorologist Patrick Burke says more records could fall before a warm-up begins. We may see a few more record low temperatures early Thursday morning, but in general, we're looking at a little bit of a warming trend. Uh, still going to be below average, uh, but we'll have highs in the middle to upper 40s, a lot of the East Coast. At least nine deaths are blamed on the weather. After meeting with Turkey's leader, President Trump discussed the Ankara government's purchase of a Russian air defense system that poses a threat to NATO security. Turkey's acquisition of sophisticated Russian military equipment, such as the S-400, creates some very serious challenges for us. And we are talking about it constantly. We talked about it today. We're talking about it in the future. Hopefully we'll be able to resolve that situation. You're listening to USA Radio News. A federal judge sentences a former California insurance executive for his role in the college admission bribery scandal. WBZ reporter Madison Rogers. The longest sentence yet in the college admissions cheating scandal playing out in Boston's federal courthouse. Six months for former real estate executive Toby McFarlane for paying $450,000 to get his son and daughter into USC. And another guilty plea from Igor Dvorsky, the former director of a private school in West Hollywood. He's accused of taking bribes and falsifying exam scores. Opening day for the new Disney streaming service was not so magical, with plenty of problems, including difficulties logging in, an inability to stream, app failures, and movies disappearing from the library. USA's Chris Barnes has more. Most Disney launches do feature fanfare and fireworks, but... 
The highly anticipated ad-free streaming service from Disney, Disney Plus, arrived on Tuesday, and as it rolled out, many users were unable to access it. The technical glitches preventing some from logging in and creating difficulties for others who were able to do that, but then when they went to watch movies and shows, they couldn't do so. It was a result of a problem that apparently stemmed, at least in part, from computer servers operated by another company. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Welcome back to the second hour here of the Rick Robinson Show. I am not Rick Robinson. I'm Brad Slager filling in for Rick tonight. And joining me here in the second half hour is not Rick Robinson as well. Ordy Packard is here with me, my partner from the Culture Shift. Ordy, how is the evening going? I, too, am not Rick Robinson. (laughs) The evening's going great. I have had... Tonight's been great radio all around. So, I mean, every Wednesday night's great, but y'all been killing it tonight, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Well, you figured uh, I was in relief mission here for two hours flying solo. It just didn't sound right, so I begged you to come and join me tonight. And thank God you did, because um, there's really nothing going on at all. Nothing to talk about politically or news-wise. Well, there is this little impeachment thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Few people been- might be... Noticing I that heard about that, I mean, I feel like Jay Leno when I do that. Did you hear about this? Have you heard what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> or yeah, you can know, go to the Seinfeld route. Did you ever notice when they have impeachment yeah. hearings? <laughs> right. God, that was just so fucking crazy. Oh, have we done the disclaimer? Oh, we have not. Just go ahead, let fly. Oh, the, the following program may contain. Coarse language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Actually, I don't know if I can swear on this show. Because I think this was one that Rick may syndicate, so Uh-oh. I'll try and keep it clean. Anyway, it was so cheap. But yeah, it's going to be tough not to swear when talking about the impeachments that, uh, or the, I'm sorry, proceedings, investigation, however they want to couch this. I just, I'm finding it amazing. And one of the aspects of this whole fiasco is that they're screaming and yelling about some of the legalities. Trump should be testifying. He should be in here. He, this is a legal process. And yet the whole thing is completely devoid of the legal process. There is no due process. There is no suspension of innocence. There, There is 200 years of American jurisprudence being thrown out the window for this. I mean, it, it's just... Well, it's really the argument being made is that the the legal precepts should only apply to the Republicans. You know, it's they're they're screaming and yelling about how Donald Trump is 
preventing all of these witnesses from coming in and testifying. It's like, well, it's not a legal process. Yes, it is. So it's like, all right, great. Where's your evidence? Where is your testimony that doesn't involve third party rumor? You know, stuff that would normally get thrown out of the legal process. Right. And for some reason, that doesn't apply to Adam Schiff and company. I, I did see this, you know, because I had the uh, I had the proceedings on for most of the day. I didn't really pay close attention. But in the preamble on CNN, they actually had the nerve to say that Adam Schiff initially did not want impeachment. He wasn't interested in this at all. <laughs> He's only been talking about it for three years. and yeah, I mean, technically, maybe you can get away with saying that if you're going to apply it to the Ukraine phone call. And that would only be because Adam Schiff was a little bit busy with something else going on for the last two and a half years before that. Yeah, I, and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, and I think you pointed out to one of the... Um, California representatives today said oh, this is a somber affair and nobody wants to go through this impeachment process. And you shot back at him and said, you actually ran for office on impeachment. Yeah, no, he, he he just got elected in California 49. He took over Daryl Issa's seat. And that's generally a red area. But the reason why they voted this climate change leftist Dem was because Daryl Issa didn't run again, because he's got his own problems, and 16 people ran for his seat. And this is like kind of like, you know, when you oversaturate. Uh, we, anyway, so mm-hmm. in California where you have the jungle primary, where it comes out with the top two, then, you know, it only takes one Dem to beat out all 16. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah he just got elected in 2018. He ran on impeachment. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Climate change. And, yeah, he's on Twitter today saying, oh, uh, yeah, this is a somber moment. None of us here actually want impeachment. Dude, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you sitting on the pompons when you said that? Because, I mean, I, I saw, and I think Maxine Waters was at least one of them, I saw Democrats come out and talk about impeachment the December before Donald Trump was even sworn into office. That's how early impeachment was leaving their lips. So to tell me today that you people didn't want this, shut the hell up. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I really, th- I mean, I, it was like, I mean, at the moment we all had to process that, okay, Trump won. We, we all took a breath. And then here's Mad Maxine and the rest of the Democrats going, impeach, impeach, impeach. The anointed one did not get her throne. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right, I mean, this... This is how little they're interested in impeachment. This past summer, they were tabling the impeachment process because Donald Trump had said mean things to the women in the squad. <laughs> they literally were bringing it forward for that reasoning. But but they hate talking about impeachment, supposedly. Yeah. The other thing, too, that was amusing was Schiff actually said that he does not know the identity of the whistleblower. <laughs> this has been reported. I mean, he, he, even even his own congressional record that came out that outed the whistleblower that we're not supposed to know their name, and Trump is threatening to you know Trump is using his name in private. You, you mean Eric Caramello, Carmel, whatever? I mean, the dude's name has been known for two weeks thanks to Adam Schiff. 
Yeah, they put his name in the record because they failed to redact it on, I think, on page 23 <laughs> or something. So um curious how he would know this information if he's never met or heard about this particular individual. But, I mean, this is <laughs> the dog and pony show that is the impeachment inquiry, as we're calling it now, because it's not a legal process. Well, it depends on who you talk to. Maybe it is a legal process. It's just an inquiry. And yet... You guys have to adhere to legal standards. Okay. Go pound sand is usually what the legal response to something like that should be. But, uh, yeah, we'll, um, I'll tell you what, why don't we, we'll do our quarter hour break here before we really delve into the specifics here. There was a lot of, uh, wasn't a lot of red meat in these proceedings, but there was, um, there's a lot to mention and a lot to talk about. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, I, I think your favorite word is cringe. I think we got a list of cringe we can go over that came out today. So uh, give us a couple minutes, and we'll be right back to go over those. I want. Save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and Save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Spring will be here soon, so if buying a new home is on your to-do list, right now is the time to call Quicken Loans. Learn about which mortgage options make sense for you and get a jump on your competition. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage. Here's another great reason to work with us. For a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Again, to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval, call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Sesame Ginger Glaze Chicken Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take a... Sports announcer at home? Yeah, how'd you... We just know. My wife picks up the new signature wrap. It's got double the rotisserie-style chicken mixed with a sesame ginger glaze. She appears annoyed at me, but she shrugs it off. Those sweet and savory flavors are calling her name. She lifts the wrap and... She takes the bite! Incredible! And now she's closing the door on my... Subway, make it what you want. 
Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, and we are back. Rick bringing the edge with the music. Got to appreciate that. And we have a lot of edge to go over because today they opened up the impeachment inquiry. And this is something else, Lordy, you and I were kind of ripping into on social media earlier tonight where we were talking about how Adam Schiff has been manipulating this process to such (laughs) a vulgar degree. This is, I, this reminds me a lot of the old Stalinistic saying, you show me the man and I'll show you the crime. And this is just the most tin pot, despot crap show I have ever witnessed in my life. I mean, I have, I don't, I lived in the Cold War and I don't remember show trials as bad as this. Yeah, and I, I don't know what's worse is that they're, performing this way or that the media is just goading them along. I mean, there is no, you know, critical analysis taking place here. If you watch CNN, I mean, it is just, you know, Oh, this is gripping stuff. This is bombshell information. This they've, they use that repeatedly today. And I mean, they were just so over the top excited about some of the testimony today. And it's an utter joke. The, the big story, this, this is the big takeaway from today that they're claiming is the bombshell. It came from Ambassador Taylor. And, you know, they were asking him questions about Trump. He said that he was told something by one of his assistants. That individual had spoken with Sondland. And this is the guy who has changed his testimony 180 degrees out of phase already. And that uh, that person was told by Sondland that he felt that Trump's priority was not looking into other interests beyond Joe Biden. So basically what we got was a third-hand account of somebody's opinion on the motivation of an individual from somebody who has already changed their testimony. This yeah, I, was the landmark poll of the day. I mean, all day long, all I was watching it in the background, too, and all I could think is that Ario Speedwagon heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who, it just, mm-hmm. it, it's just, yeah, this is all, well, it, okay, you, you really want to get into it, you got uh, Representative Quigley from Illinois, hearsay can be much better than evidence. They're not yeah, even pretending. Yeah, that that's when you know 
<laughs> and understand, I mean, the, the the witnesses they trot out today are these are supposed to be the big ones. This is supposed to be their yeah, heavy hitters. Start witnesses. Even Jim Jordan called them out on that. And well, yeah, you know, and somebody tried to criticize Jordan because um, you know they said. You know, well, where's the whistleblower? You know, the story's all about them. And then, you know, the other congressman said, well, if it's going to be all about somebody responsible, how come Donald Trump isn't in here? And everybody chuckled and laughed and, oh, yeah, big burn. Um, yeah, that right there is showing abject ignorance on jurisprudence because you don't bring in the defendant because of a rumor. You know, and what? they're saying, oh, man, he just smoked Jordan. No, he didn't. Yeah, he. he re- <sighs> This would not be admissible, any of this would not be admissible in any court of law. It is only the Congress that could do such a travesty against constitutional rights in real time, on television, and be cheered for it. Yeah, that's the amazing thing, is all the pundits that are just, you know shaking their heads and rubbing their hands together like wow this stuff was just gripping it's like did, did you do any analysis at all <laughs> what what are you basing this on because what i saw was a joke and you know we've heard for for weeks or so how adam schiff was doing his closed door hearings and conducting them in you know in obscene fashion as well and you know, we were getting smoked by somebody, attempted to be smoked. Well, he's only following GOP rules. No, he's not. Bullcrap. He <clears throat> cut yeah. the ju- the Judiciary Committee completely out of this process. Right. I mean, okay. Figure that so, out. There's two that- reasons why that's a joke. One, the Judiciary is not going to be involved in a legal impeachment proceeding. But two, Jerry Nadler is the one walking around crowing that he kicked off this proceeding. He's the one responsible for the impeachment proceeding. Okay, great. Good job, Jerry. The chair of the Judiciary Committee. Yeah, they're totally cutting out his committee. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, talk about, you know, we often talk about how, you know, the legislative branch has abdicated its responsibility to the executive, and that's why we're, you know, governed by fiat executive order. Well, now you have committees abdicating their responsibility in order to because orange man bad. Yeah. Yeah, we saw this, you know, well, I mean, you know, Matt Gates, he's from the panhandle of Florida. He staged that big walk in, you know, that uh, the big dramatic flare that we saw a few weeks ago. But before that, during one of the hearings, he was trying to get a seat in there so he can, you know, sit in and listen. And they kicked him out and said, no, you have no you have no claim in here because you're only on the judiciary committee. And he looked at him and said, well, technically, you know, Nadler, who's my boss kicked it off. He's like, so the guy who runs my committee can start impeachment, but we can't be part of the impeachment process. Okay. It's such a farce. And he's been doing this repeatedly. I mean, we we've heard from numerous Republicans coming out of these committees, how, They've been shut down. They haven't been allowed to ask questions. They haven't had access to the transcripts of the very hearing they sat on. And we saw that take place today. We saw Schiff pull this off. At the start of things, there were, um, you know, he had his opening comments. So did Nunez. And then a couple Democrats got their time to question the witnesses. And then as soon as the GOP started asking questions, they, they asked a couple of pointed questions, and then all of a sudden, Schiff is interjecting. 
and interrupting and say, well, I, I would just want to let the witnesses know they don't have to answer this. They don't have to reveal these things. There's certain parameters they don't have to exceed. And finally, thank God, Ratcliffe turned around and basically challenged him. He's like, well, wait a second. We're not allowed to ask questions that are suppositional in basis. He's like, no, you cannot. They have to be fact-based. He's like, well, I just watched your cronies ask numerous questions that were not fact-based and you had nothing to say. And it just perfectly illustrated what a sham all of this is. Yeah, I just, I mean, this whole thing, the whole testimony today, what I got out of the testimony today was basically my best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid who's going with this girl who saw Trump, who overheard Trump on the phone call with the Ukrainian president last night. So I guess it's pretty serious. I mean, that's what I got out of it. And, yeah, I, Nick, Radcliffe calling Schiff out was probably the highlight of everything I saw today. It was, I mean, just like, you know, tell me what the rules are. I don't know what the rules are because you're, you know, you, you, you're castigating me for doing what your guys just did. And, you know, I think it was even Jim Jordan who said, no, you haven't answered his question. Answer his question. What are the rules? Because we don't know what we're doing here. Yeah, and they even, uh, you know, they, they, they wanted to bring up some whistleblower technical aspects of it. Shift shot that down. So Jordan even said, well, you know, can we put it to a vote on whether or not we can ask these questions or not? You would think in a process where it's an inquiry, you're trying to get to the bottom of something, trying to get to the facts, and they're not even letting him do that. They, when Jordan said that, shift pushed him away and said, well, no, you know, point of order, you don't have time to do that now. It was late in the afternoon before they even got around to doing the vote. And it was along partisan lines and the Democrats voted the table. So they don't even get to that aspect of it. I mean, it's they just punt. They just delay, deny. There's no fact finding going on here. They're trying to prove a case they don't have and trying to tell you they don't need the evidence to prove it. Which, again, gets me back to this is... Cold War kangaroo court. Uh, I mean, this is if if the press even had a small, tiny ember of ethics left into it. I, you're the only one who I saw call out today was a bad day for the witnesses and for the Dems. Was of all people Jeffrey Tobin or Tubin? Oh, did he? <laughs> I missed yeah. that part because I. I just I saw him on numerous times and he was rather excited about things. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, it must yeah, have happened back when I was tuning him out. So understandable. The witness actually had direct contact with the president. That's a problem. <laughs> right. Well, we got more to cover, so uh, we are going to step back here, bottom of the hour. So give us couple of minutes and we'll get back and uh, we'll try to pick through the wreckage that's on the side of the road that is the impeachment inquiry we'll be right back
come from God, not the government. So why are you letting other people tell you what's best for your health care? Exercise your freedom with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of people who voluntarily share one another's medical costs. Liberty HealthShare is founded on the idea that most people truly want to help one another. Healthcare sharing allows members to do just that as a true community that supports one another in times of need. Liberty believes people should make decisions for themselves and their families. Members are able to take back the freedom to make their own decisions about their health care. Freedom from guilt or doubt about how your money is used. You have the freedom to direct your health care, not to be dictated to by bureaucrats. Stop letting others tell you what to do and join a community of like-minded people. Exercise your freedom. Join Liberty HealthShare and take back the control of your health care while helping those around you. Call Liberty at 855-58-LIBERTY. Again, that's 855-58-L-I-B-E-R-T-Y for more information, or you can check them out at libertyhealthshare.org. Again, that's libertyhealthshare.org. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. 
All right, sorry about that. I got caught up listening to the food. So this is Brad Slager. I'm filling in for Rick Robinson tonight, and joining me in the fill-in position is Ordy Packard. We are delving into some of the impeachment proceeding. I say some because there really wasn't a lot of substance to come out of this. They didn't give us much tonight, Ordy. No, there was no meat. And, I mean, aside from, you know, like I said before we went into break, you know, they never actually talked to the president. They never actually spoke to the president. So everything they say is pure 100% hearsay. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, – and, and this has been from <laughs> – that's been the case since Jump Street because the whistleblower <laughs> that they're counting on everything never even heard the very phone call that he is detailing and reporting on. Right. And so – Every single person they're trotting out is six degrees of Kevin Bacon away from the actual details and evidence. So, yeah, I'm a little baffled why we're even here. Well, not too baffled because it's evidence. It's Orange no man bad. We got to get back into power. I This kind of was another illustration for me today on what a sham things are. Uh, George Kent was one of the others that testified today. And he's been a longtime fixture in the administration for multiple presidents. I mean, he's been around since Reagan, I believe. I, I he, believe so. Anything, he's for, he's at least Bush 41. I think you're right with Reagan. But oh, no, yeah, my, yeah, that could be the case. Yeah, I'm thinking back. I'm, I'm forgetting to count Trump as a Republican. I do that frequently, but <laughs> it happens. Um, but they were, they were questioning him directly about... Trump's interest in Joe Biden regarding the Ukraine investigation. And during his answer, he said that it was very wrong of President Trump to even suspect the involvement. You know, he had had no reasoning to do so. He was out of line for suggesting there's a Ukraine Biden connection. Later in his testimony, He mentioned that while he was working with the Obama administration, he had personally reached out to them to alert them to the fact that Joe Biden's involvement with the Ukraine could have some improprieties attached to it. And it would be a good idea to extract himself. So, well, and on top of that, part of CNN's analysis after today was that that comment really showed how George Kent is such a noble figure and such an upstanding witness that needs to be listened to. Great. And he just contradicted himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, not just that, but he contradicted their own narrative, you know, with the, I mean, he laid out, I remember Kent talking about that specifically where he laid out the case against Hunter Biden. And Joe Biden's involvement, especially with the, is he qualified for any of this? Well, I don't know. I don't think so. You know, and and once again, oh, wow, look how noble and brave he is. But don't actually listen to the words he said. Just take our word for it that he was a star witness who performed exceptionally in his job. And yeah, I mean, that's where that, um, lack of any media analysis is taking place because he he told the panel directly Donald Trump was out of line for connecting Biden to the Ukraine when four years ago 
in a different administration, he approached them about the impropriety of Biden in the Ukraine. So <laughs> I, it's, I don't I don't understand how anybody in the media misses that while you're sitting there patting the guy on the back for his nobility. It, they it just they, they don't care. They just need to spend the narrative. They're just there to spend the narrative. They're there to. Vox explain it to the low info voter who isn't actually watching <laughs> yes. the proceedings and cut the clips to make it sound like it's not what it, I mean, this is a show trial. So why not just turn it into full propaganda? Oh, no, it totally is. And it's it's the, the, yeah, the real problem is, I mean, you do to a degree have to pay some attention to dig out the facts. And I think uh, Jordan and a couple others brought up some good aspects of this because they were, they were still leaning on the quid pro quo and how the aid was withheld supposedly to the Ukraine despite the fact the Ukraine had no knowledge of the withholding and you know they're they're still trying to couch the argument for that and spinning it certain ways but what was remarkable was when they spoke to Kent and Taylor both of them they noted that you know in their testimony, they said, no, no, there was clearly the quid pro quo in the phone call. But they said, okay, you took meetings with the leadership of Ukraine three different times after the phone call. And at no point in time was the military aid ever brought up, whether right. it's impending or held back. Right. And it's like going with Alyssa Milano tonight on Twitter to, you know, just where she's ranting about how many Ukrainians died because they didn't get the aid that was promised to them. And I mean, as Twitter does immediately pounced on her saying they didn't have military aid to begin with. They didn't have javelin missiles. They didn't have any of it. They just got blankets and MREs under Obama because he let Russia walk all over Ukraine for Crimea shoot down Malaysian airliners, do whatever the hell they wanted because he would have more flexibility after the next election. And, but yeah, and here's the, you know, Hollywood class prattling off about how many Ukrainians died because of this withheld aid that nobody knew about in the first place. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, if I had a takeaway today regarding the aid itself is that five people in our State Department knew the aid was out there and being offered. The Ukrainians themselves did not. And the people that did know about it didn't say anything in the multiple meetings they had with the Ukrainians about it. So it really does sound like it's an after-the-fact kind of thing where they're trying to find dates on the calendar and say, well, he should have given it to them then. He didn't give it to them until this date. In between, well, you know... Five days. Five days. And, yeah, I mean, is there really quid pro quo if you don't know anything's on the table? <laughs> that's the that's the thing is, and, and you know, I mentioned it in the half hour before you came on too about how many times Schiff has altered his storyline, where initially he threatened the leader of the Ukraine eight times. Whoops, that disappeared. The quid pro quo. That's going to put him on the meat hook. And then Schiff comes out and says, we don't need a quid pro quo. There's other reasons. And I mean, the whole thing keeps amoebically changing. And yet they're still ardently insisting there's impeachable offenses here, even though that offense seems to change on a weekly basis. 
<laughs> you know, not only shift changing the timeline in the story is the media changing the verbiage. They, they know that quid pro quo isn't working. So now it's bribery because bribery is actually in the Constitution as a high crime and misdemeanor. So now they're floating the bribery balloon. He, he was bribed. How what, what bribery took place? I haven't well, heard a thing about bribery until this week when that word started getting used. But nobody can explain to me what the bribery was. Well, here's the thing. In, in order for bribery to work out as a charge, that would mean that Trump would be paying something or handing something over, correct? No, it, I mean, it would have to be their the initial other, complaint was that he withheld eating. stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you don't. Yeah, for bribery, you actually have to receive a gift or, you know, whatever. Well, no, uh, I saw Castro come out and say they're, they're leaning on attempted bribery. Do they give the Nobel it, Prize attempted physics? Because <laughs> that, was, that was his line of question. He's like, well, you know, well, we have attempted murder. That's, that's a crime, correct? And, you know, uh, Taylor was like, well, yeah. He's like, attempted robbery is a crime. Yes, correct. Well, okay, then attempted bribery is a crime, correct? And Taylor even held back on that answer. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that was what, yeah, that was what he said. You guys are the lawyers. I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm a diplomat. <laughs> So, I mean, it, they're really up to the point now where they're in catch-22 scenario. Either he's in trouble for giving stuff to the Ukraine, or no, I'm sorry, he's in trouble for not giving Ukraine the aid, or he was giving them the aid to get something, so it's bribery. So, it, either he gave the stuff, and that's wrong, or he withheld the stuff, and that's wrong. Wow, that's convenient. Show me the man, and I'll show you the crime. I mean, this is where we are in these proceedings now. So the everything hinges on the aid. We just have to determine if it was wrong of him to not give it or it was wrong of him to give it. <laughs> yeah, Either way, though, he's screwed. And this is how bad it got today. Today was when I, I was it Castro's questioning or it was somebody after Castro. And they kept trying to get them to make, you know, policy judgments or something and the, and they kept just saying look i'm here to report to you what happened it's up to you all to determine what to do with that information i'm j we're mm -hmm. just here we're just here to tell you what we know and even then they didn't tell them what they know they told them what they heard you know yeah, that's that's <laughs> pretty much where we're at it's oh, like well you know my it, assistant overheard the phone call right just yeah and, and you know, the other thing, thing was another media and you know, shift narrative got completely blown out of the water was the it was illegal for Trump. It was abuse of power for Trump to fire the, the ambassador to the Ukraine. And then <laughs> Taylor, it, both of them are sitting there going, we serve at the pleasure of the president. He can fire us at any time for any reason or no reason at all. And they, they kept trying to make it about how wrong it was. And, you know, finally, I think it was Taylor who said, ethically, maybe, but legally, no. <laughs> so. Yeah, because I was, um, you know, you could probably help me on this, Rory. I was under the impression the president hires and appoints our ambassadors. Does he not? Yes. And that's where, you know. I, so it's wrong for him to fire the people he's hired. Well, that's that's pure government job <laughs> right there. You can hire, but you can't fire. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, that, that's that, true. 
that's a bureaucracy right there. But I mean, that's even then, that's what was additionally hilarious about this is like, okay, these proceedings are being done in the House. Okay. Um, the president picks the ambassadors. The Senate confirms them. The House has nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, don't tell Schiff that. <laughs> <laughs> it's under his purview. All right, we are going to take our last break here, so stick around. We've got some more details, and we'll go over. We'll be right back. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you are not alone.
Wow, that cut off quick, huh? Yeah, I was waiting for the cowbell. <laughs> I was uh, got up and I was ready to dance, and now he just took it away from me. Well, Can you have more cowbell if there hasn't been previous cowbell? Well, the problem is, gents, you talked all through the commercial break and all the way through the bumper, but I couldn't get a word in edgewise oh, to tell you to stop talking. It's oh, our so. fault. <laughs> well, so, you just told us if we hear music, we're live. <clears throat> we're, our mics are live. We didn't hear music, so we didn't shut up. Yeah, yeah well, no, geez. Rick gave us less cowbell. Damn it. <laughs> well, be glad you got any of, cowbell uh, at all because in Russia, cowbell has you, not the other way around. Wow, he went there. <laughs> you know, there isn't enough Yakov Smirnoff humor in the world anymore. <laughs> Let's go to Branson. Gonna, I'm he is just huge. about to say that. You beat me to it. Well, speaking of comedy. Eric Swalwell appeared today on the panel. God, is, is there a more punchable face than Eric Swalwell's? He, um, I think not. It, it was it was great to watch him preening up there and acting like a big boy when you know he asked the two witnesses if they were never Trumpers and looked very proud doing so. Even though I believe uh, earlier in the proceedings they had already covered that territory, but um, after getting into that deep messaging and and really came up with some hard-hitting evidence swalwell wrapped up his questioning with um a more of a lecture to the witnesses but he said you know you guys have come out and said that there's two ukraine stories and and he repeated what those stories were he's like i want to just suggest that there's a third element in here isn't this also a story about donald trump You know, so the impeachment I, I don't think to President Trump might possibly involve President Trump, if I hear Eric Swalwell correctly. I, you know, that's huge if true. Huge if true that the Trump impeachment proceedings might actually have something to do with Donald J. Trump. Well, Let's I'll, um, I'll take a moment, ponder that, stroke our chins, and look sagely into the sky while we ponder Eric Swalwell's brilliance that the impeachment of the President of the United States might involve the, imp- the President of the United States. If, if Donald Trump is invoked at any point in time going forward, I think we have Eric Swalwell to thank for this. Yeah, it, breaking news, Donald Trump is involved. <laughs> to what degree? No, but... It, it is about him. Whether or not he actually has any involvement in it remains to be seen, but it is about him. I want to I, I want to applaud Representative Swalwell for seeing two dots and finding a way to connect them. Not all heroes wear capes, Brad. Whew. Well, uh, I think Duke Nukem is going to sleep <laughs> soundly tonight with that very proud revelation at his hands but geez you know i don't this... know if i can take entire credit for that but the duke nukem thing i i commented on a eric swalwell video settle down there duke nukem when he he did like some four minute youtube presentation and smug grabbed that out of the comments and posted it on twitter and from then i like i said i, I don't know if i can take responsibility for it but there you have it well, you were the fuse and Smug lit it. There you go. Love Smug. He is a, he's a gold mine, that gay. If they're not following comfortably Smug, 
on Twitter, why are you not? <laughs> why are you on Twitter to begin with? Yeah. So. Do you, are you even Twittering right? Well, we've been, uh, you know, we've been commenting just to wrap things up here quickly. We were uh, almost at the top, but we've been commenting about how the media has just been dropping the ball throughout these proceedings. But I, I think they might have really hit an apex with things here. Politico came out, was it a day or two ago, with the very bold and very brash declaration that there's absolutely no proof whatsoever of election collusion involving the Ukraine. None. However, you can't find any of it. If you go on the internet and search, you are not going to find it, according to this Politico reporter, unless you do a Google search and see the article from Politico that declared collusion took place with the Ukraine on behalf of Hillary Clinton in 2016. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, oh, those brave firefighters are so consistent. How how do you do that? I mean, the, the Ukraine collusion story has been known for years. I mean, it's not you know, granted people want to avoid it. Many in the media don't want to acknowledge it. That's understandable. But it has been reported on. I've seen it in CNN. I've seen it in other outlets. Not Fox News. Use it. As a cudgel in the Russia collusion story. They were trying well, to use it. <sighs> it is, it's so undeniable because the main aspect they had in the entire collusion story, the Mueller report, the biggest thing they pulled out of the Mueller report was Manafort. And his guilt and the, the crimes he committed had nothing to do with the election. They predated the election, so they didn't prove collusion. However, Manafort was the big name. That was their get. Yeah, and the only what? reason we know about Manafort is because the DNC worked with the Ukraine to get dirt on Manafort. <laughs> however, That's where it came from. However, there's no proof. No proof of collusion with Ukraine. So we have a political reporter who's not only oblivious to the fact that this has been nationally reported, they were oblivious that their own outlet reported on it in great detail, in fact, two years ago. You know, that. And these are the people that are lecturing us. The the Politico needs to tell Politico just, you know, stay away from the Ukraine. Yeah, the way Deadspin said, just do sports. <laughs> you just do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just maybe we don't even talk about Europe at all. It's just we'll yeah. avoid the entire continent just to be safe. I mean, it is. We don't do Europe good. We should just stop. And then, you know, it, it's it, this is the constant paradox that is my life is the media because I'm actually operating maybe tangentially you can say in the media, but I also try to ascribe myself to a certain level of journalistic standards. I mean, look at the fact that our website, Red State, broke a major news story last month regarding Katie Hill. I mean, that was us. We broke it. Got reported everywhere. Yeah. And people torched us about it. The real joke of it was, you know, not to display too much behind the scenes here, but we had a number of major news outlets reaching out to us for not for comment, not for not for you know specifics. They were demanding we turn over our sources to them, right. which is 
laughable because one, I mean, it, that's usually like one of the top <laughs> mores of journalism is you never divulge your source. You always hey, you protect your source. They're sacrosanct. Hey. Hey, hey, guys, the network that docks the kid for making a GIF about Trump is on the phone and they want to know our sources. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our editors, you know, and they were like the the attitude they had was, you know, like we were elementary school kids. Like, you're going to turn that over to us now so we can properly report. And our editors basically told them, uh, <laughs> go take a blunt object and insert it in an orifice of your choice and we'll recommend which one. I mean, it was kind of in that attitude and vein. But these are people that, given a source, given the information, the story we broke actually had been shopped around. They took it to major outlets and nobody would touch it. And it, I bring it up only because of the ABC issue with the Jeffrey Epstein story. I mean, right. It has been revealed that they had all of the details. Their reporter was on camera pissed off that their lengthy compilation of evidence against the guy was completely tossed aside and we we heard about a lot of that during the kavanaugh hearings too where you know like creepy porn lawyer somebody would be you know shopping around a story that nobody wanted to touch and um, you know unlike you know the opposite happened here you know where red state got the story and ran with it in that's that case it was cnn who got having honey and ran with it but yeah you hear all the time that you know this breaking story was getting shopped and nobody wanted to touch it. Yeah, and then, you know, we break it. They, they, and the amazing thing is they were demanding we turn over sources while at the same time condemning us for breaking the story. And it, it was like, you know, we, we want to report it on our terms. And meanwhile, you know, they're ragging on us for reporting on it, which... Again, we, we haven't had a chance to spin this story yet. How dare you run with it? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't created uh, yeah. a narrative about this, about how abusing your power with staffers is a good thing when you're a woman from California. Well, no, we actually did see it spinning because Politico was coming out and, you know, declaring Katie Hill's innocence and, and bringing up all these details about Katie Hill that were supplied by the staff of Katie Hill's office and nothing they reported was based on the facts of the story or the details of the story. They just simply ran her rebuttal as fact. And yeah, we're seeing that now with Epstein's story and the, the most hilarious aspect of it is watching like Brian Stelter and company avoid the very issue yeah, he, he can't talk about ABC punting the story on Epstein, but he can talk about ABC when it has to do with Sean Spicer on yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that was his big break of the week was that Donald Trump deleted a tweet about Dancing with the Stars. But we're the, the big media maven of CNN, Brian Stelter, couldn't find a way to talk about the way the media at ABC News was operating. Oh, if only it, Trump had done a typo in a tweet about the uh, the ABC story. Uh, and, you know, and then when ABC was exposed with this story, they decided to launch an investigation into who revealed this video. <laughs> hey, you know, speaking of 
real quick. I don't know if I, I saw this before we came on the air. It, this ties it all together. It ties together Epstein and the impeachment hearings today. Did you see uh, Rep. Paul Gosser's tweet thread today? I did. I did. That was brilliant. If you, if you didn't see it, go check out. It's um, Rep. Gosser. He did a 23-tweet tweet thread about the impeachment hearings today. And if you follow the first letter of every tweet, it's Epstein didn't kill himself. Brilliant. There's, there's two reasons why that was even elevated further. One, he did it on his official government account, not his personal tweet. And two, he actually had to build that backwards. So oh, you read it from the top down. So his first tweet was of the last letter and built it up that way. So, yeah, definitely it's a constructed coherent. well and did it on his government account. I got to tell you, brilliant. And, and it's, it's coherent. It's actually like it's it's not like forced. It's mm-hmm. all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. So it's uh, two hours into books. I want to thank Ordy for joining me here for the second hour rick thanks for producing glad to help out for you tonight appreciate everybody listening and if you need more my pontificating less political nature tomorrow night 8 p.m is going to be disasters in the making 